welcome to this episode of Joy's World, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, I am joined by two very, very special guests. They are the hosts of their very own podcast called Black Girls Live In. Please welcome Jazz and Vic. Welcome, I don't know why I always do that. (laughs) (laughs) We have to make our own sound effects, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, ladies, I always start with the same question. My listeners will know this. I always start with the same question each time when I have a guest on. And I think, Vic, we're going to start with you. Yeah, sure. Can you please tell me, how are you today? And I want a real answer. Not, I'm fine. Just tell me, like, are you happy? Are you sad? Mm. Are you angry? How are you actually feeling today? I'm actually all right. Um, I feel just like I'm just kind of. I had therapy the other day and talked to my therapist, and she was just saying this power of just being chill. Like, yes, life is going to happen, but you can't get yourself into state because you're just going to be in a state all the time. So there's just power in literally just being like, you know what? I'm not going to think about everything right now. I'll think about it tomorrow whenever I need to think about it. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be the end of the world so just chill so yeah I've been a, a chill mood today how about you do you know what I am up and down a little bit this week has been difficult for me but we're going to get into that and we're going to get into therapy as well a bit more in a bit um Jazz how are you today how are you feeling um honestly I feel like this week I've like kind of been going downhill a bit mental health wise I just feel like I'm on the cusp or I feel like a depressive episode is coming on um and it usually happens when I have a little bit of time to myself it's like I just kind of get swallowed by my thoughts um and I think that's when I start you know going a bit uh downhill but we I don't even want to say we move but equally (laughs) equally we move well, we're here, we're here, and that's yes. and that's the main thing. Um, it's funny because I this week had been honestly, probably it's been very terrible for me, but something that kind of I guess keeps me going, other than my child, is this really just doing this and this podcast. Like I was literally like this week I had my phone on do not disturb I'm like please nobody speak to me like and I was like getting there you know like just being like you know can I do this today can I even do this interview can I speak with you ladies because I always I try to bring like energy and humor to my podcast but Mm. in the past I have spoke you know about my depression and how it's affected me and that Mm. sometimes you know what I don't fucking feel good and I feel like that's okay Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I kind of resonated with your podcast is because you are very open about Mm. mental health and how you feel Mm. and how you know we need to talk about it especially in our community um so tell me a little bit about that let's start off with that when you started the podcast what what was your initial what was your reasons you know why why did you start and and what has the impact been um it it, it's a bit of a hard one um when we decided to start a podcast it was sort of I want to say on the fly it was almost out of the blue um we used to voice note each other. We still do. We voice note each other all the time. Um, I think I voice noted Vic about Nicki Minaj. I don't know what she did, but uh, (laughs) Vic Vic was just laughing a lot. And she was like, oh, you should start a podcast. And it's like, I just knew I would never do a podcast without Vic. Um, And I think once we got to a point where we knew that we wanted to do a podcast, I think Vic was the one that said, let's actually do it. Like, Mm. fuck it, let's do it. Um, I think we knew that we wanted to talk about something that um, was quite close to our hearts. Um, Me and Vic have both um, suffered with depression and anxiety and we just thought this would be a good um, podcast to create Um, and not necessarily that we wanted to be the mouthpieces for mental health in the black community but we just thought we want this to be normalized Mm. Um, so that's kind of where we started our journey. Uh, that's why our first episode we um, decided to speak about our experiences 
and you know that was really nerve-wracking because that's probably the most transparent we've been like outside of ourselves if you know what I mean Mm. and knowing that this is going out to the universe it was very frightening for us Um, but after we saw the reception and everything and we actually enjoyed recording the podcast we were like you know what let's keep going Mm. so yeah Um, so you also asked about impact I mean I feel like we have definitely made a positive impact to our listeners Um, we've had so many people message us and say you know like um, listening to you guys has made me feel less alone or I've decided to go and see a doctor or a therapist and um, I think that that's major a lot of people have agreed that you know this is something that wasn't really spoken about so honestly Um, so yeah I think we are making a difference yeah I think so and and Vic um, tell me was it scary um, putting your business out there, starting this podcast and talking? Was that a scary process? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I, I can't listen back to the first episode. Mm. Um, I'm the same, it, you know. Yeah. I can listen back mm. to any other, but just not the first one. It's just too much. Because um, I just, I don't want to know how I was in that that time. Like, I don't want to know what I said. I don't want to know. Because like sometimes I'll listen back to an episode or someone will bring something up and I'll be like, oh, back then I was feeling this way. And I know yeah. during the first episode, especially, I was not in a great mind. Um, but yeah, I think... So what's the question again? Was it scary? Kind of oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely scary. Um, definitely scary. But, but, you know, as just said, we have so many like amazing listeners who you know tell us that what we're saying is helping them and you know we're really seeing like you know real conversation you know come out of just us having a podcast um so yeah it's, it's not scary at all anymore um you know I think me and Jazz are quite all right to be like you know what <clears throat> I'm going through it this week and it's heavy and I might not want to talk about it on the podcast we'll just talk about pop culture um and then when we're ready to disclose it or talk about it then we will do that mm. Yeah, because you have a mixture, don't you, of, of things that you kind of talk about. Um, something else that I, I wanted to kind of ask is because I feel like I know this is definitely the case for me, is like sometimes when I'm feeling down, um the thought of my listeners and the people that do get in contact with me is kind of what pushes me forward as well to then continue recording. Cause there's been so many times where I'm like, oh fuck this, I'm giving up. Yeah, mm. I can't be asked with this shit. What kind of keeps you girls going? Like what is that thing? Is it the listeners or you know what is it or is it each other? Because as well you've got each other to bounce off of. So mm. if one of you might be feeling down, the other one might be like, oh you know, let's let's do it today. Talk yeah. me through that. Yeah, definitely each other. I think that's the reason why it's so much fun and it's easy to do. Um it doesn't feel like a chore, you know obviously you know me and jazz like we've been friends beforehand so like it just makes it so easy so like we go to the studio we just talk and it's just it's just easy like it's just very conversational it doesn't feel like you know you're talking to a brick wall and like you know we can banter and I think that's what's what really makes it fun um yeah honestly just it that 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 in itself is something that you know we're really really glad to have because like sometimes you'll see like you see people like showbiz and they they hate each other they're just in a contract like what is it that Beyonce mm-hmm. thing um when they sent one of the girls they had a suitcase oh yeah she said you can you, you can pack your bags <laughs> <laughs> she said I can send your bags <laughs> that is it like we're not in that kind of arrangement like we're actually friends like we actually like each other <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you know what that was something I was going to ask you about actually being friends because we've all got friends I've got friends but I don't know if I could actually do a podcast with them and make it you know good and consistent because things happen in friendships don't they in general mm. so then that would kind of affect the podcast how has that been for you girls how have you managed to keep it going for so long if I'm honest yeah I think it's because mm-hmm. me and Jazz once did a magazine with a, a couple of other our friends who we love dearly and I like looking at how everybody was acting with the magazine not mm-hmm. that at the time that I thought about doing a podcast, but I was like, okay, Jazz is a serious somebody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like she's a, she and she has a she has a child, like she's got other responsibilities, but yet she's a serious somebody. Like she's not someone that's gonna flake on you. She's always gonna keep you up to date. Like she's always gonna say, Look, I can't do this because of XYZ, or look, I can't do this, but I'll do it then. Or she's always gonna communicate. She just won't yeah. just disappear. 
and I would like to think I'm somewhat of a serious somebody um so I think when we decided to do the podcast it was uh, like we knew that what that element wasn't going to be you know pressurizing issue. Yeah. yeah but I think what we did was we tried to make the podcast as easy as possible so we right. go to the studio we edit with like we just make sure that everything we do is just really simple because when it starts getting complicated that's when it's like mm, okay I'm checking out but yeah what would you add to that Jazz? Um, no I think I was gonna say like I think just personality wise as well like me and Vic just genuinely get on <laughs> um, and I know it sounds it sounds like we're chatting shit when we say like we, we don't argue we don't we don't have confrontations or anything like that and mm. I think whenever there might be something that's on our minds we can express it to each other so mm. it's like I think we're very fortunate in that respect that mm. also there's not really an ego thing it's not like an ego battle mm. with us like yeah you know there's we don't feel like we're battling for attention or anything like that so it's mm. it's like it's a very pleasant experience I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how 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 else to explain it but it's just mm. It's so nice and lovely being able to have, and I've said this to Vic so many times, like there's, there's no other person I'd rather be doing Aww, a podcast just. with. So <laughs> no, no, like no banner. So yeah, definitely. I think we've been Likewise, like, really, really mm. lucky to have found each other and yeah. do it together as well. Honestly, just makes yeah. it just really easy. Like it, like you know when people go like, obviously the podcast is not our job, like we have full-time jobs, but you know when people go, oh yeah, it doesn't feel like a job. That's how, well, obviously because the podcast isn't the job, but do you get what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't yeah. feel like a job because of that. Yeah, no, but it's it's difficult. People take it for granted, this pod, this podcast in life. They think it's just, like, it's easy. Mm. But there's a lot, we know, there's a lot that goes into mm. it, you know. But obviously, people listening, they might not. They might not know that. So, mm. although it's not a paid job, it's still a job. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It is a job. It's a full, it's, it's, a, it's a job, definitely. Give yourselves props. It's a job. Um, and you, you should, you give, you should met- give yourself props as well. Um, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I admire people that are able to do a podcast on their own because... Yeah. Honestly, I, I couldn't. It's a, it's a it's a genuine mm. skill. So big ups to yourself. Real skill set. Do you know what? I literally talk to like I talk to my listeners like I'm just talking to a friend, just one friend. <laughs> like I don't care. That's what mm. I just have no filter. I literally I don't care because I don't have no secrets. So mm. I feel like there's nothing I can say that's gonna be too. much the only thing I never want to do is offend people. Mm. But that's why it's good that I have uh you know another pair of ears that kind of mm. listens to the podcast before it goes out because I, I never want to say something and you know when you're doing it by yourself sometimes that can be a challenge it's kind of like oh do you ever get mm. those moments where you're like oh should we leave that in or should we not leave that in mm. you know so I think it's yeah. important to kind of have another pair of ears do you guys have to edit out anything like when you record or is it very much like what you say is what you put out often it's pretty much us saying it so we might I might be like so I listened back to an old episode and we were talking about um Mr. Yay um Osh <laughs> and I, I can say it now because he's signed but when he was signed back in the when he first made that song my yay he's different to your yay blah 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 mm-hmm. he he went to um Sony I think it was and it was across mm. the road from my workplace and I saw him and Jazz was like on the podcast where did you see him and I was trying to be like, no, I said to Jazz, I saw him at Sony, but I was like, then I told the listeners, listen, I'm going to bleep this out because I don't know if he's going to sign anything. I don't know if he's going to a competitor. I don't want to bait his business out. Mm. Um, but I think in the later episodes, I did say, you know, this is where I saw him. But um, yeah, we would we would probably say it and then bleep it because we don't want to kind of annoy the listeners and, you know, or I don't know. We don't really have mm. to edit that much stuff out, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, no. Um, and I think sometimes, I think more so myself, sometimes when I'm editing a podcast, I'm like, oh, that isn't, that didn't come across how I wanted it to come across. Or um, I think that that I might be misinterpreted. So mm-hmm. I might just take it out just to avoid all doubt. But mm-hmm. it, it depends, honestly. Yeah. And sometimes taking out is just always better. It's always a better yeah. option. If you, because I, I once learned in journalism, if you feel a way about something, then remove it because it mm-hmm. might manifest itself into a huge thing down the line mm. yeah no that's true it's, uh, it's weird I I edit out very very little there was one I remember there was one thing I'm not going to say what it was but there was one thing and it was I was saying it in jest and I was it was coming from a good place but when I listened back to it I was like mm. hmm. 
could someone be offended by that and I was like maybe so let me take it out and I did and there was one interview I did actually with a person and it was just a mess like it was an absolute mess like it was noisy in the background and it was like he kept getting interrupted so I never I never put that one out either so there's been very few times but yeah I think it's important to try and keep it kind of like you know as it is so you girls you met in uni right mm-hmm. yeah and how long has it been since then and how do you feel like your friendship has grown how do you think you both have grown because obviously over time we all we progress and so you know sometimes friendships grow apart but mm. clearly these two have kind of grown you know together mm. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we've even grown closer to be honest um yeah 100 percent. but yeah it's, uh, it's 2012 uh it's now like 13 wait not 13 wow nine, nice. years. nine years nine years um yeah like when I, I told Jazz this, um, Jazz and our other friends, Ikran and Naveen, were like my only friends really in the course we did. And I know a lot of people just used to say that you find your friends at uni, but I really mm-hmm. did find my friends. Like, honestly, Jasmine, like, is a true friend, like a real friend. Like, really I was going <laughs> I was going through it. Like, when I think about life, I feel like uni, when I think about, like, in Grizz, like, uni was a, a dip. And like mm-hmm. I had friends, like I had I had company, like they would come to my my room and like and make me laugh. Like I really, really had friends. Um actually crying. Oh no. Can I just say I actually feel like I'm gonna cry as well. And I don't know when, but at some point I know that I'm gonna cry. I'm feeling very emotional today. Oh, no. oh just please don't cry. <laughs> I know. Please. But it's good, Jazz. Like you should take it, take it, take all the positive all the positive energy because mm. you know you've obviously oh, you've been a good so friend I don't know, you, you made me cry on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you um but no like we've you know obviously doing the podcast we've, we've we're you know still as close but like I feel like we've gotten closer because of how the stuff we talk about on the podcast mm, um yeah. but yeah our, our, our friendship is like solid like we have a really really great friendship um what was the other question of how we grown it as individuals was that yeah, yeah kind of how how do you feel like you both have changed like obviously since uni till now so much has changed how mm. has that kind of affected you like because I I feel like I'm a lot better I'm a better person now than I was nine years ago do you know mm. what I mean like even thinking about school and things like that I'm like oh god's joy what was you doing what was you saying who was you around but now I'm more you know proud of the woman I'm becoming mm uh i'd say me personally i think i've become a bit more a bit confident yeah definitely more confident uh, a bit more confident a bit self-assured less insecure about the way i look mm-hmm. um uh yeah i think yeah i think i'm really happy with how i panned out <laughs> as a human um like i'm not evil or nothing like that uh yeah i, I think yeah what about it's you always, it's always good to be confident um I'll definitely say like yeah Rick has literally been on my journey to like womanhood and um because when I started uni I found out I was pregnant so Vic was literally there witnessing me becoming a mum and you know the impact that had um on my life and everything um wait you went for uni with a whole baby yeah yeah. (laughs) she really did you know yeah, I remember one of our friends you say Jazz is literally waddling. I was like, "Can you? You're rude. You're literally rude." But she used to actually come to the classes. That. While some people were sleeping, Jasmine was actually making her way. No, it was actually, <laughs> Jazz was actually on job. Wow. Yeah, I was just I was just determined to finish uni. So I remember um, I I just had Kaya. She was probably a few days old, but I had assignments to submit, so I had to come into uni. And Vic nice. came and met me at the library just to see how I was. Just just little things like that. You never forget it. Um, so yeah, literally, Vic has been with me from through the ups, downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm so so grateful for you know having Vic in my life and. I definitely feel like she's made me a better person. Even sometimes oh I, I say some wayward things to Vic and she's just... When? You say said, this. When have you said... I, I, I feel like I've said wayward things, but <laughs> I, I've, I said to Vic the other day, I was like, thank you for grounding me. Like, I think Vic always... like She's the kind of friend that was able to talk you off the edge, if you know what I mean. 
like even when I'm having a little moan it's like Vic will always give me another perspective and I'm like you know what she's actually right so <laughs> I think it's, it's it's always important to have that friend um and not yeah, but I feel that way with you too actually you always have a different perspective and I'm like oh I didn't really consider that mm. I shouldn't or you always make me see that I'm my brain is in overdrive I think yeah. I think you're definitely one of my friends out of all my friends you're definitely one of the only ones who's like you need to chill the fuck out also I don't know <laughs> if I can swear but you yeah you're like you're gonna actually burn out yeah yeah, yeah. and I appreciate that because I'm like yeah I am and I do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that I can't judge I still can't believe you went through the whole uni with a baby mate my daughter's five and huh, it's hard work it's really hard um <laughs> yeah it was mad it was really mad but we thank god mm-hmm. and you're here we're here we're yeah. here we're here um one of my questions for you and I don't know like I feel a little bit like when I think about this I don't know like it makes me a bit sad but my question is right if you knew then, and when I say then, I mean just way back when, yeah? If you knew then what you know now, would you do anything different? And what that is just in life. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would have avoided a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Put my head down and avoided. I would have avoided a lot of people, but then people love to say, oh, those are the life lessons. So if I didn't avoid these people, I wouldn't know the life lessons. I suppose. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah I think I think if I knew what I know now I wouldn't have I wouldn't have moved out of uni I wouldn't have moved out to go to uni I not that I have regrets but that's on one of those things where I'm just like why did I do that but then I wouldn't have met Jazz Mm -hmm. even though Jazz is kind of like in the same area as me she went to the same college as like one of my closest friends Mm -hmm. but the likelihood the likelihood of us meeting is really really low um Yeah. yeah so if I did change things we wouldn't have had a podcast probably would have never met jazz but yeah. I wish if I could go back I could just focus how I did focus in college towards uni I think I, I, I really really think that I just lost my way and like I would have studied something else but mm. I don't have regrets because I'm like do you know what it's not the end of the world and yeah yeah That's jazz what about you um I would say the same thing like it's kind of weird how you know I I don't know how many people believe in fate but I'm the year or would have been the year above Vic so Mm -hmm. um I restarted the course no I changed courses so I was doing midwifery first and then I changed and said actually I'm going to do journalism complete Mm -hmm. change I ended up spending more on tuition fees because that was the exact year that tuition fees jumped up to nine grand so it was literally a fuck it moment I'm gonna um study journalism so if I hadn't have done that I wouldn't have met Vic Mm. um and yeah I think if I had known what I know now I think I probably wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself to go uni as well so early um I Mm. think I would have taken time out because after uni I, I went through a long period even up till now where I'm just like what the hell do I want to do and it's only really this year that I've probably accepted that maybe I just want to be a housewife mm. like <laughs> yeah. May- yeah maybe I just want to be a business owner mm. and it's like there's I don't think there's anything wrong with that but I feel like I was conditioned to feel like you must go uni you must get a mm. job that pays this mm. this amount of money you must do this you must do that and actually that's not what life is about um Mm -hmm. life is what you make it and if you're not happy then you need to get out of that situation Mm -hmm. and I think I went through a long time of not being happy and not realizing why or what was missing or you know is there anything I can do to change it feeling very stuck Mm. um and I think it's only really the last few years I've been able to kind of become unstuck and start to learn myself again um so yeah I mean I guess I wouldn't uh, I don't know I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything Mm. because I'm so hmm, I was about to say I'm so happy with where I am I'm not so happy but I'm getting to the place where I know I'm beginning to Mm. you know get to the I'm I'm speaking bare French (laughs) I'm getting to I'm getting to the point 
<laughs> where um, I'm starting to be happy. Mm. I'm starting to be happy. But do you think that's because, like, people say everything clicks when you're 30? That's what I'm thinking as well. Like, maybe I'm getting to the age where I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I mean, you're not 30 yet, but, like... I'm getting I feel there, like people say that when you get to that age, it's like, mm. so like maybe maybe we're on, a, we're on a journey of clicking. Yeah. And then once you get to 30, it clicks. I don't know. The thing is, I wouldn't... I partly don't want to believe that because when 30 comes now and when things ain't clicking, what are we gonna do? We'll, I be, know. we'll be snapping like what's I know, <laughs> nothing's clicked. I mean, I've I've got four years to go, so well, we'll see. Um, it's funny you guys speak about uni and things like that. I went to uni for two weeks and dropped out. Um, because I was like, why am I here? I was never academic I didn't know why I, I, I think I went just because I got the grades to go mm-hmm. and it was just again it was just kind of that thing like oh everyone else is doing it so I might as well just go but I couldn't do it and I and I sat there in one lecture because remember it was just it was freshers just mm. purely freshers right and I remember sitting in one lecture and being like nah this ain't me for four years mm. it cannot be me it mm. could just couldn't be me and and again like like you ladies said like I didn't really know I mean I, I think now I kind of know what I want to do but I'm not even 100% because I'm not really there yet so mm. I don't know when I get there I might hate it I don't know but I think mm. for me it's very important that we all remember that our happiness is the most important Definitely. and anything else is secondary do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you because I was gonna say real quick sorry to cut you I feel yeah. like it takes great power to drop out of uni oh, yeah 100% because I don't think people, especially as a black woman, um, I don't know if you're uh, from West Africa. Yeah, my dad's from Ghana. My mom's from Zimbabwe. Yeah, I don't want to be stereotypical of your parents, but if your parents are like my parents or most Nigerian parents. They're kind of like, you dropped out of uni. Like the, the reaction is as if like your whole life. And it's like, actually, no, because I'm making myself happy. I'm going for things like, I think there's great power because you're really... I don't know. I, I can't really explain it, but I think there's something really, really strong in being like, I know that this is not making my, me happy because when I went to uni, I hated it. And I was like, I'm literally doing this for my, so my mom can be happy on graduation day. And mm-hmm. she was actually just moaning the whole day. I was like, why did I even put myself <laughs> yeah. in this? So yeah, shout out to you. I think that's really, really courageous. It's yeah. so mad. Like, I don't even, I, I just remember being like, I can't, I literally can't do this. Mm. And it's funny because obviously it was only two weeks. That's not a long time. Mm. And my mum was like, she was, to be honest, she was fairly supportive. She was like, okay, but Joy, just give it longer. Give it a bit longer. <laughs> can just do, give it one mm. month. But when and you know, you know. I'm going home. Like, I was mm. like, I need to come home. And, and it's funny because I moved back to London because I went to uni in Leeds. Mm. I moved back to London and then I was like, okay, well now... I want to live on my own like I didn't want to live at home Mm. I wanted to be independent Mm. um and for me I think as well like the the visual aspect so obviously like I when I lost my sight I was a teenager Mm. and I kind of like my mum helped me be independent like do washing do ironing learn to cook things like that so when I went to uni I felt prepared to be living independently but it was just the academic side I was like Mm. I don't want to be here I don't want to write essays Mm. I couldn't do it like that wasn't my talent you know that that wasn't for me Mm. but yeah so I moved back to London and I and I got my first flat and I was yeah I was Mm. I was never looked back really but um I think it's nice that when I hear people that's got degrees I'm like "Mm, what a degree but then I'm like, but I don't want to work for it. I just nah, do you know, a lot of people are like not even doing the things that correspond with their degrees. Yeah. So I wouldn't, please do not worry. I, I like literally, if I have kids, I'm going to be like to them, if you don't want to go to uni, that's absolutely all right. It is, mm. I can't even believe how overrated it is. Yeah. Especially moving out. Like, nah. I feel Espe- scammed. I'm going to be honest. I feel scammed. <laughs> literally. <laughs> It's a lot of money to pay back as well. Okay, okay, if you want the degree, okay, if you want a degree. But I feel like for me, anyways, moving out. Oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Like, think looking at it as a Victorian now, like twenty-seven-year-old Victorian. I'm like, why did I do that? Like, I'm so introverted. Well, in the middle of whatever that balance is, I'm I'm revert. I like to be by myself. I don't really like going out too tough. I can't believe I did that. And I already, when I was sixteen, I already started clubbing and going to parties anyway so uni wasn't a freedom thing for me yeah um yeah but as you said you can't I can't really live life with regrets because I met jazz so you know mm-hmm. yeah there's so many like wonderful things that have happened mm. with life to 
start having regrets. Definitely, yeah, it's like, yeah. yes, we wish that some things didn't happen, but equally, we're so happy with mm-hmm. the people that we've come across, the experiences we've mm-hmm. had. Yeah. yeah, it's like even with the bad things, some good things come out of it. Yeah, definitely, yeah, exactly. And also, you there's not much you can do about regrets. Like, you can't go back and change it, unfortunately. So it's just, not regrets, but things like, you're like, oh, I wish I didn't. It's like, there's not much you can do, really. You can't, we can't dwell it's on done it. Now. Yeah, 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 it's gone. It's done now. Yeah, no, it's true. Just going back to families really quickly. Um, so I remember when my depression came about, it was, I think, I think probably since I had my daughter, but I didn't realise it for about two years. And like, she was like two and a half. And I was just crying a lot, like couldn't sleep. I was like, this was, it was terrible, like a terrible time. And I remember like finally telling my partner at the time, like, I don't know what's going on, but I can't cope right now. Like my, I feel so low. And then I remember kind of having to have a a talk with my mum, with him and my mum about how I was feeling. And that was the scariest thing ever because it was almost like having to admit it to myself and then having to admit it to my mum um so I wanted to ask you like how how and when and how was it when you guys kind of spoke to your families about your mental health because for me that was like one of the hardest things like to speak to Mm. my family about it I'm so happy you did no I'm so happy Mm. you did it takes a lot of courage uh I don't really talk to them about it (laughs) um yeah yeah (laughs) sorry um yeah I I, I'm pretty much the same I think the most my family heard about it was probably when I recorded the podcast yeah same (laughs) like um yeah it was just a case of oh I've started a podcast and they were like oh what about oh it's about mental health but even then I don't think it clicked Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they listened to the first episode that's when I got a lot of message oh I didn't know you're going through mm-hmm. this and blah 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 but and this is not me calling anyone out but even since then it's like it hasn't been like I still haven't sat down and had a yeah. proper mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. Um, not even I mean I think only a few times like I've had that you know how are you mm-hmm. now and blah 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 but there is still that sort of reluctance to ask those kind mm. of questions just because I think there's concern and I think when I did finally speak to my mum about it, it was more a case of like she was worried about the medication and you know I don't want you to get addicted to it and you know that's mm. all, all of that is a myth mm. um, like when I spoke to my doctor he was like you know people are going to say that you're going to get addicted to it but that's not the case um, so I think there is still like a education gap as well mm, when it yeah. comes to the older generation because once they start hearing those words they start panicking and thinking the worst mm. but actually I don't think they realize that one in four people are going to suffer with mm-hmm. some sort of mental health condition throughout their mm-hmm. lifetime so you know it's mm. it, it and a lot of the time they, they might not even realize they're suffering with it to be oh, honest 100%. because 100%. a lot of people are in denial you mm. know and I think, yeah, I, I feel the same. Like, I think my friends and family probably are learning a lot about me through the podcast because it's, it's a very uncomfortable conversation. That's what mm. I would say. It's like, and, and even so, like that was years ago now, like three years ago. And now, like, I don't, I don't really like to speak. I don't speak about my depression with a lot of people. Like it's a very select few people that I'll go in, do you know what I mean? Like into detail, like the mm. people that like people know, but people don't know, no, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and I think it's important when you find those people that you can speak to about it. I find that speaking to other people that have been through it is good for me because mm. I'm like, they, they get it. Whereas yeah. when you're speaking to someone who doesn't suffer with depression, it's kind of like, not saying you can't speak to them but for me I just find it that they there's certain things or certain things I might say without saying yeah. it that that's how I'm feeling do you know what mm. I mean yeah mm. totally um yeah. yeah I think I just know my parents very well and I don't know how I mean I do know how they would take to something so I'm just like do I want that ed- extra pressure and all the stuff that they could say? No. Yeah. So 
I just deal with it on my own sort of thing so yeah and I know sometimes I remember I was speaking to someone once and they're like your parents don't know like I was like no and and I think that's okay I think because I don't know I'm, I'm quite independent in a way um mm. yeah I feel like oh sorry yeah sometimes I'm like is it bad I don't really talk to them about it but I'm like "Mm, I don't know Mm. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing but also it's almost like sort of protection Mm. because if you know what they're possibly gonna say it's almost like do you need them to validate that Mm. and um I think sometimes as well, it's the same. I think we all have that. Like when, we, when we're going through certain things, we know who we can and can't talk to. Mm. And I think sometimes people just don't get it. So if you were to tell them, oh, I'm depressed, mm. they will say, what do you have to be depressed about? Mm. You mm. have this, you have that. Um, yeah. Oh, that, my God. Don't. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you pray or, you, go for you know, walk. Yeah. yeah why don't you go for a walk and it's like it's, I can't yeah. I can't get out of bed do you know what else I hate as well is when people kind of um say oh like but I've been through da, 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 da. exactly like, and I'm yeah. not depressed and I'm yeah. like are you serious like oh, you're you a super saiyan exactly like <laughs> um oh that is that is mad mm. and, and you know what I feel like it's very personal. So actually, if you don't want to talk to your parents about it, you don't have to. Nothing mm. in this world is by force. And mm. this is what people need to remember. But it's people love to judge. Mm. So, okay, we're going through something. So what? I must tell every single person in my yeah. family. I tell who I want to tell. Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah. like so envious. Like I have some friends who are like best friends with their parents. I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. But like, it is what it is. Like, of course, I love my parents, but. Mm. kind of like what you said it's not everything you know not everything is for everybody mm. that's what I yeah. always say some mm. you have to pick and choose what you tell certain people because you know what it's to, it's to protect yourself 100 yeah, percent. and as you said people not everybody gets it you know mm. yeah I think that I kind of I, I put a post on my Instagram a few weeks ago um it was a it was a, a personal letter that I wrote um, to suicide if suicide was a person very mm-hmm. random but I wrote it when I was in a bad place obviously mm-hmm. and I remember just keeping it and thinking like one day I'll share this because if someone else is is thinking like this I just want them to hear this you know mm-hmm. like I think and again things like suicide it's not even a word people like to use people don't like to say it people don't like to talk about it mm-hmm. but I feel like you can't hide away from what people are actually going through it's happening especially mm. in this pandemic yeah mm. it's really like it's happening like and and I feel like we need to be more comfortable with talking about death in general you know and understanding because I've been in a bad place and I've had someone say to me oh like if you do that you're selfish mm. like you're this you're that and I'm thinking is that supposed to make me feel better because 100% that stuck with me mm you know it really sticks and I think people need to really think about what they are saying to people yeah definitely. think about what you're saying because you know we're going through it mm. I think it's it's I'm not uh justifying people with shit responses I think that's whack but um I do think people don't know the right thing and sometimes there's not even a right thing to say mm-hmm. sometimes just being there and just being a listening ear um like even like you watch things like EastEnders where now when a character's like, oh, I've got a depression, someone has more of an equipped answer. And I think we're even seeing changes in the media for people to kind yeah. of understand and be like, do you know what? You can be depressed like because of uni blues or you can be depressed because of something tragic has happened. So like, mm. I think we are seeing a shift and like, lots of people even recognizing themselves that actually I'm going through it too. Um, yeah, I think... I think, but at the same time, I do think a lot of us kind of always have to remember, and I have to do this too, that we're not all professionals. Like, we, if we need help, of course we can go to our parents or, or boyfriends or girlfriends, etc. but they may not bring you out of that state you're in. You might have mm-hmm. to seek prof- professional help. And of course that is a privilege because, you know, therapy and even medication can be, you know, not affordable for everybody. Yeah. Um, I really know that. Um, but yeah, I just... 
hopefully more people take the time to just kind of educate themselves in great ways to respond because there's so many articles now and like ways to actually check out for a friend you know because mm. I think even sometimes when you be a bit scared like you know your friend's going through it and you ask them hey are you okay and they say yeah and you're like this girl is sad as hell but how do I say that to her like because sometimes you feel like a, a bit guilty like oh am I gonna make her more sad because I've noticed that she's sad because mm. like that would that would literally freak me out when like although I need it but when my friend's like oh I've noticed that you've been down lately I'm like oh my god I haven't, I haven't been doing a good job hiding that mm. so yeah I, I don't know it's, it's it's a weird one it's a weird one um but yeah even as you said about death I don't really like and I'm, I'm probably part of the problem as well I don't even <laughs> like saying the word suicide I, I hate it because I, I know yeah. how tragic it is um yeah I I think I'm definitely part of the problem with with that I just it just makes me feel so so dark and it just takes me to places I've been yeah and yeah I just I don't I don't I think I think in life there's a lot of things I I can't talk about because I feel like it's gonna probably gonna make me cry or I don't have the, the confidence to talk about it or I don't want to say the wrong things um mm. yeah like I always I, say this I, to jazz I'm like I'll put it in a backbench and when I'm when I'm ready to talk about it then yeah. I'll talk about it yeah. yeah no definitely and this is what I mean this is what this is what I mean so I had like as I said like the letter that I wrote and I had that sitting for weeks probably months even mm. and I, I, I knew I wanted to check but I wasn't ready and when I was ready you know and now I'm trying because the thing is, is like, I don't want to hide away from it because I know it's a very real feeling for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to hide away from it. So I guess I'm trying to make it not normal, but I'm mm. trying to make it not so taboo and not something that I don't speak about at all because I'm like, I have to articulate how I'm feeling. Otherwise, mm. it's going to fester, you know? Yeah. Um, would you ladies say that obviously finding each other has been great for you and you know maintaining your friendship and doing a podcast I feel like as I say like my podcast for me is a little bit like my happy place because because it's just me myself and I I could talk about what I want not talk about what I don't want you know and it's something I'm putting out and people are actually like getting involved like people message me people you know I've got blind people that message me I've got mums that message me I've got other fat girls that message me black girls that message me people relate to different parts of who I am mm. and I feel like this is like my happy place I feel like I can talk and say what the fuck I want and I don't give a shit right mm. um do you ladies feel like your podcast is your happy place yeah definitely yeah 100% it's um gotten to the point where you know I don't I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't doing a podcast mm. it, it's crazy to me to think that there's <laughs> an alternate universe out there where I'm not doing mm. black girls living with it I'll be sleeping more yeah and even to an extent like I feel like it's almost been like a type of therapy for mm. as well like um it's been a place where I've been able to just be myself with my friend um someone that you know genuinely loves me and um isn't judgmental and it's crazy because it's like I say that but then you know it goes out to thousands of people yeah every that's, that's sometimes I'm like I'm saying these things and I'm like yeah this isn't just to jazz yeah mm. yeah to bear people yeah yeah and then they'll they'll be quote quoting you and I don't I don't know where did I say that like sometimes I don't even <laughs> I don't even remember what I'm saying I, I remember the other day Rick I messaged you I was like I'm scared like how how oh, did yeah. she and I, was, I remember I remember that you said that so I don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> but we are like we are talking for hours sometimes so you might not remember yeah. that's fine but um yeah I think I don't even know. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm in the studio, I'm like, I'm really talking into a mic about my my actual problems, mm. or I'm talking into a mic about my thoughts on a pop culture thing. Yeah. Why are people listening to this? Like, part of me is because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, why is this entertainment for people? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's mind boggling. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's almost there's almost a disbelief to it. Yeah, and I think it's entertainment, but also people relate to it you know yeah. it's a bit mm. of both isn't it yeah yeah uh, and I think we've been like very 
lucky to have found like a formula that works for us mm. because we were you know tackling such heavy subject we didn't want our listeners to feel heavy when mm. they when they listen to us if you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like we've tried to balance it with the pop culture stuff and to be honest it kind of goes with like however we're feeling like mm. if we want to talk about something that's a bit heavier like we'll do that but mm. then equally we'll say okay let's get on something lighter like mm. we're just always trying to you mm. know I guess be a reflection of you know day-to-day life yeah definitely bang yeah. on yeah yeah, yeah. Defo. No, that makes sense. And ladies, we're we're coming towards the end now, but I wanted to kind of end it on something a bit more positive. Because I, I feel so emotional. I think I'm coming on my period soon, to be honest. Oh. I feel so emotional. I actually feel emotional too. I think I'm just trying to hold it because I'm yeah, don't ruin your beautiful makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't worry, I'm gonna cry after this, so it's fine. Yeah, it's no, it's good to lay out. it's really good to lay it out so um I wanted to ask you both what does the future hold for each of you individually and and for the podcast but you know obviously we're hopefully coming out of this shitty lockdown soonish hopefully fingers crossed uncle Boris please not my uncle (laughs) not my uncle Um, Boris Jazz is your uncle because he ain't my uncle nice he's not at all imagine he's not even an acquaintance (laughs) forget it distant relative (laughs) yes so yeah what what does the future hold for you both what are you looking forward to man what 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 is going to happen in in the future girl I don't know um I think I think my my thing this year like my new year's resolution was to put myself first so like in all my actions and all everything I do, everything I choose, I'm like, am I putting myself first? So um, I just, and I told my therapist about this and I was like, oh, I'm just being a bit more selfish. And she, she was like, it's not being selfish. It's literally just putting yourself first and being kind to yourself rather than being kind to other people whilst you feel like crap. Because um, I, I used to do that a lot. I pretty much did majority of my life doing that. Um, and now I feel really happy with the fact that I'm putting myself first and just being a bit more confident in saying no. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to see what else life brings. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to put any pressure on myself because you get all this stuff you see on social media, like I bought a house at 25 or oh. I got my, you know, I'm the head of this company at 30 or 30 on the 30 or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm driving a range or all those things. And you start to feel like, Jesus, I'm 27 and I live at home and I can't drive and ex- I could I could go on I really could go on but mm-hmm. um yeah I think just not to put too much pressure on myself because life is the way life is yeah no 100% yeah Jazz what about you um I would say I guess panoramic related I would like to like I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you know family like I feel so distant from everyone um when we first went into lockdown I was super happy I was like I could do this for life <laughs> I am enjoying it but um yeah now it's really kicking in like I feel like I've barely seen mm. anyone um I feel like I don't know what's going on in my own family like I just mm. feel very very disconnected mm. and we said it in our group chat the other day we were just like what the hell um so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of getting back to some sort of normality not to say I was the happiest when you know things were normal but I feel like as human beings we're not we're not made to be isolated and distant mm. from each other like we're made to mm-hmm. be around each other and you know just rub shoulders sometimes we're like come on <laughs> <laughs> Hug me, brother. where's that from is that from French Prince I can't remember to be honest no, it's from Drake and Josh. That's it. Oh my god, god. <laughs> that show was so cute. It was. I like that, and I like Keenan and Kel. Oh, I used to love yeah, that love show. Do you know what I love? I love doing so. I love. I love finding these people and seeing what they do in real life. Um, oh, really? real life, what they do now. And yeah. what's the one that's on SNL? Is it Keenan? Oh yeah, yeah. Kel was Kel was on Kel put an Instagram picture of him. 
being like congratulations to my brother on his new he got some amazing show and he's like and I was like this is so and I was like this is going to be men jazz like hopefully god willing like we do like amazing things in our life well hopefully the podcast will still be going but like I just thought that was really cute that they still kind of like you know support each other have that yeah Yeah. it's cute no that's good because you hear so many stories where they they don't in it they fall apart yeah i I actually heard rumors that they were beefing so i'm I'm really happy about that that's not true like reconcile maybe they like they did but they're friends now and that's yeah at least they are because um who who beefed um do you know james corden yeah yeah you know the other white guy that was on i didn't watch the show but i know everybody loved it oh yeah 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 I think the show was it Gavin and Stacey? That's yeah. it. Do you, do you remember the white guy? I can't remember his name now. He's got dark yeah. hair. I don't watch that also. Oh. <laughs> well, they, 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 like they were like a massive duo. At the time, they were mm. kind of like Decker, uh, what's it, Anton Deck? Yeah. yeah. And then I saw a TikTok that James Corden was asked by a presenter I won't name because I don't like him. Um, was, oh. was asked, uh, Piers Morgan, was asked by Piers <laughs> Morgan, um, what happened to you and, and Donny? And James was like, listen, like, I'm ready to reconcile, like, and then Piers was like, listen, we we shouted, shouted out to him to come on this, you know, this show. And he said, no. Wow. And James Corden's reaction, he was like, I didn't know that. I said, hey. I was like, oh, my wow, God. Wow, that's a real beef. A- apparently, it's because James Sword and the other guy, like, just stayed in the UK. But I don't know if that's oh, true. Oh, gosh. I know. I know. It's always the story, isn't it? Though. What's up? Would you feel a kind of way though if one of you like took off and the other one didn't? I don't no. know. No, that doesn't mean I can hold just because Jazz is soaring doesn't mean I can and I can now hold a grudge. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, like I can only support her. She's yeah. my friend. That means That's I don't want the best for my friend. Then. Mm. Yeah, so I wonder what happened. Something more must have happened with them. Yeah. It can't. It got. It got to be more than that. Because I feel but like if you're my friend, it could. It could be that. Because. We... Oh, Sorry, okay. guys. You know, no, I was okay. just saying, like, if that was my friend, like, I would bring them up with me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But but there's only so much you can... I'm not saying yeah. that he's not, but, like, sometimes there's only so much you can do. Because like, I've heard stories where someone's been bringing in people, the person's not going to the meetings, they're not coming with their best ideas to the meetings, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not showing out how they should do, or they have other stuff that's affecting them right now, or maybe sometimes you do say names to, like, executives etc and they're like mm, yeah we just want you sort of thing and yeah. that can be that can be hard to deal with but I th- yeah. Uh, yeah I think I think it's a very hard one because there's only like Vic said there's only so much you can do as an individual mm. um mm. I think it, it places a lot of responsibility on James because James has a has a wife and kids Ugh. oh my gosh my cat farted <laughs> oh <laughs> Bella, sorry. Jazz, I can't do it. My mouth was open. Oh, (laughs) wait, was it on your lap? No, she just walked past. Wow! Don't look at me like that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, still stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, honestly. Oh. And it's always silent as well, so you just never know when it's coming. Um, yeah. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. What oh. did you just see just there? <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I, I can actually still this. smell it. It stinks. Cause she she found it on your mouth. <laughs> oh my days! You literally breathed that all in, Jan. Yeah. Oh. Mid sentence. Wow. I feel like uh, I can smell it now too. Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. I, I just couldn't hold it. No, but imagine it... if you did. Imagine if you hold it and you're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jasmine. Oh, God. Mm. Ugh, I'm sorry. Yes, you, you, could, you could tell, like, I'm not a professional because I couldn't, I just couldn't hold it. Well, who, Jasmine, who could hold that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days wow Bella and it's like you oh. know when like she just came here to fart because now she's gone back to wherever she came from she mm. literally came farted and left wow mm. <sighs> ah, yeah sorry um yeah but I feel like that's why you need to have like good good 
be with good people people that yeah. want the best for you because like as much as me and Vic do the podcast together like I would never want her to turn down an opportunity to do something like even if there's you know someone wants us to do a talk and I can't make it I would never say oh let's forget or whatever I say like Vic please just do it like whatever take the fee like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold it against Vic like if she still did things to like further her career and everything because listen we were born alone we'll die alone unfortunately my mom says that jazz oh my god my mom literally says that all the time she yeah. always says that we're born alone you yeah you just you just honestly i think i feel like you're bringing more problems on yourself by mm. being bitter about your friend's success you, you mm. really honestly have mm. a peaceful life yeah no definitely no see have a peace that's a good way for us to be <laughs> ladies um Obviously, you've not been on my podcast before, so you, you you won't know this. But everybody that I interview, I like to get them a little gift to say thank you for your time. Oh, so bless I, you. Thank I, you. I, I, no problem, please. Don't do I've, I've got it now, girls. Oh, so wow. I've got you a small gift. So this is a, I don't know if you can see that, little oh. Joy World the podcast box, right? And it's just got a few little goodies in there. I don't know if you can see that, but it's got some Joy World the podcast sweets, a pen, a bottle of vodka. That's some alcohol, pot. girl. You got some <laughs> alcohol in there. Oh, you really didn't have to, you know. Thank yeah. you so much. So lovely. That's not the main present. That's the side present. Wait, the main on. present is because, right? I know that you ladies like to talk about what's going on currently and all the effort. You spill the tea, basically, but you need something to drink the tea from. So I've got you. Uh, black girls live in mud. Oh, no, this is the, no, the names with your name on it. Yeah. And here we go. And on the back, uh, yeah, I've actually, your, I've actually, your Instagram in on the tears. back, says, always believe in your yay. I'm actually going to cry. I want you both to always believe in yourselves and keep going Aww. because you're, you, are, you are making a difference. And I just think it's really important that. We keep talking I about mental health. I'm crying. Joy, <laughs> thank you so much. When when I know? said I was gonna cry before, I bet Joy was like, "Wait on yeah. it." <laughs> yeah. Just wait no, on I'm literally trying to keep myself together because I am. Oh like, gosh, Joy said, "I bet." <laughs> wow, that is really oh, that is really thoughtful. Thank you thank so you much. So much. You're welcome. I hope you both like it. I hope, yeah, I hope you drink tea and coffee. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm, I'm going to be using it for everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm literally a tea drinker. Like, before lockdown, I remember Jazz, when I used to meet Jasmine before we used to record, I would always get tea. I'd either bring tea or I'd buy tea. Yeah. Yeah. No, tea's great. I love it. Mm. Do you know what? Best part of England, I think. British, what, British tea. tea. Yeah. yeah. They even, like, when, when my mum goes to Nigeria, she'll take it with her. Nice. Like, PG <laughs> tips, yeah. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> it's nice ladies tell everybody where they can find you like your instagrams and twitter things like that yeah sure thing uh we are well, i'm on victoria sunisi on twitter Vic sunisi on instagram you can catch the podcast on black girls living on everywhere uh twitter instagram youtube tiktok yeah, we're on TikTok now. Mm. Um, my account is jazz underscore BW. Um, but yeah, you'll find all the tea on Black Girls Living. So yeah, <laughs> that should be the socials um, that you use if you want to hear more from us. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Dre, for having us. Yeah, on we truly podcast. appreciate it. I'm so happy this happened. Yeah, and thank <laughs> you so much for the gifts as well. Like mm. that is like honestly the most thoughtful thing um it was yeah really lovely thank you so thoughtful thank you so much and as we said we only appreciate what you do like you're amazing you're a force and even just the fact that you do this by yourself is also like yeah. i just said it really is a big deal because we know how hard it is to do it, even with two people yeah so yeah shout out to you big yourself up because it's, it's not easy thank you no thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it as i say like I started. I started from the bottom. In in in, but in the words of Drake, <laughs> from the bottom, and I'm still here. At the bottom. Amen. Like, Amen. We're getting there, and you will continue to be here. You'll continue Amen. to thrive and shine. Mm -hmm. Amen.
speak it into existence ladies mm. thank you so much for joining me on this episode of no the podcast um guys remember to follow your dreams and follow me on instagram at joy's world the podcast um twitter at joy xoxo email me if you're a hot guy joyspodcast.hotmail.com hey. <laughs> remember to stay happy and live your best life always amen amen thank you ladies thank no you thank take you. care have a good evening thanks so much oh, joy you're welcome